Welcome to Money's a Mitch podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of my podcast, Mondays of Mitch, where each and every Monday, I drop maybe 15, 20 minutes. I want to get you in, get you out, get you on your way, get back to life as quickly as possible. And hopefully drop a little bit of wisdom, maybe a nugget here and there that you can actually put into play, have a deeper understanding of who you are as a leader. Yes, you are a leader. I said it. I said it. And how to ultimately lead yourself and and subsequently be able to lead other people. I think that's a, a key component in all this. And sometimes it's business and sometimes it's just personal, just relationships. It's just moving your family forward. It's just moving friendships and and uh, romantic relationships forward, marriages, whatever that may be. A lot of times this gets, the concept of conscious leadership get, gets linked to, oh, business. It has to be about business. It's like, it can be, but it's really everything. You know, they say, leader, you know, they say leadership, you know, is, is everything. And it is. And I believe that each one of us is a leader. We get up out of bed in the morning. We gather ourselves. We clothe ourselves. We hopefully clean ourselves <laughs> and we get about our day. We lead ourselves through the day. So that is leadership. So we kind of want to dis- dismiss and dispel any myths, any rumors about uh, leadership, um, kind of update it in many ways, what conscious leadership looks like, which is the ability to be present each moment, to have uh, consideration and a high level of contribution in everything that you do uh, within yourself and also what you pour into other people. So I want to talk a little bit about today about something that I noticed that uh, a lot of people who are leading at a high level, and what does that mean? A high level of consciousness, most importantly, who are looking to ultimately lead other people, to influence other people, to impact other people, to inspire other people. I, I noticed something that they do consistently, not everybody, but I noticed a lot, a lot of people do consistently. And they, I think it's a, I think they're misinterpreting and misunderstanding the value and what um, ultimately taking leadership to the next level looks like. And it goes a little something like this. They're looking to create a relatability component with their audience, which is critical. They're looking to be vulnerable uh, in that transmission to show people that they hurt, to show people that they have challenges, to show people that they have rough days like everybody else. That vulnerability and relatability to me is, in fact, everything. And yet there's also a deeper 
aspect of this, I think, which is really, really significant. If you are choosing to lead yourself at a high level of consciousness and looking to lead other people to a high level of consciousness, not everybody's going to do that, and that's okay. But this specifically is what I'm talking about for a higher level of consciousness, and it goes like this. It's not enough just to be relatable and vulnerable with your audience. Your audience must see you create a path forward from the challenge. So what does that mean? That means if you're having a bad day, you talk about that you're having a bad day. If you're having a bad moment, you talk about having a bad moment. If you're sharing something that's deep and vulnerable and something that you normally wouldn't share with people and you feel safe enough to do that in a large audience, and that may be from a stage, it may be from a podcast platform like this, it may be in a post on social media, it may be in a live that you do on social media. There's a lot of different forms uh, and, and extensions that where this can show up. But here's the difference. Be, be vulnerable, be relatable, but show your audience how you work through the challenge and turn that into an opportunity. It's not enough just to simply say to someone, having a bad day, things are going really challenging. You know, uh, you know what? It's okay, to, it's okay not to be okay. And I decided to get back in bed, and that's where I'm spending the day. And, you know, and then all of a sudden you read all the comments, and the comments are like, oh, my God, I have those days too. It's okay. You know, you'll get better. It'll feel better. Tomorrow's, a, tomorrow's another day. All of that stuff. <clears throat> and it may generate a lot of responses from people, and it may impact your algorithms. But the goal is to inspire people. The goal is to not just create the relatability, but, hey, here's my situation. I woke up this morning. I'm having a challenging morning. I'm staying in bed. I can't seem to get myself out of bed. And I know this isn't the best thing for me. Yet I'm compelled to lie here for a little while. And while I lie here, I'm going to journal. I'm going to give the sadness, the frustration a voice and give it an opportunity to express itself. Maybe I can learn something in the process. So the idea is you're showing people a path forward. It's not enough to just be in, because what you're doing is in many ways is you're, you're attention seeking without necessarily even realizing you're doing that. See, you have to tie in the concept of healing to what it is that you're sharing with people. You have to be able to do that. Otherwise, you're looking for a reaction from people. You're looking for empathy. You're looking for sympathy. You're looking for them to feel badly for you or to tell you it's going to be okay. That's not the role from my perspective of what conscious leadership looks like. Conscious leadership is about, here's my situation. I'm just like you. I go through challenging times just like you. Here's the particular challenging time I'm going through. Wow, this is really a lot for me to be this vulnerable, and I think it's important. And not only am I going through this, but I've also discovered a way to rise above it, to allow it, and then rise above it. And here's what I do. I do meditation. I do the journaling. I do. I, know, I don't feel like getting up after I journal, but I know it's important to do that. So I just drag myself to the shower and I challenge myself to be better. Challenge myself to be 1% better. 
it's not enough for me to just stay in bed. I need to keep moving. Or I do my gratitude. I sit down and I and I list the, you know, 10 people and 10 things or 10 situations that I'm grateful for or have been grateful for in the past. Whatever that is, whatever your process looks like, whatever you do to stay centered in your loving, centered and connected in your ability to effectively understand what is going on inside of you and how to convey that to other people, staying in that place more often than not. That's what people are looking for. We don't want to create a society where we just go, hey, you know, it's okay not to be okay and just whatever. It's okay not to be okay. And I did that for this period of time. And then I decided that I was going to sit down and I was going to write and give that part of me that hasn't been okay with being okay a voice. Or I reached out to a friend or I called my therapist, or I called my coach, or I wrote to my buddy Mitch, (laughs) whatever that is, it doesn't really matter. It's the idea that you're showing people a path forward. You're showing people that, yes, you can have all of these experiences. You can share all of these different challenges. And then they're going to go, wow, oh my God, you know, Mitch has bad days too. Oh, wow. Like I remember early on in my practice as a coach and I was talking to a client about getting triggered and the client looked at me like almost like in in this deep shock state and said, you get triggered? And I said, yeah, every day. I said, do you have kids? (laughs) You're going to get triggered. Do you have teenagers? You're really going to get triggered. That's just part of the process. That's how we learn. Where we get triggered is, 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 is literally the universe shining a flashlight on those places and spaces inside of you where greater applications of loving and healing are really being called forward. And if we weren't triggered, we wouldn't know where our next level of work would be found. That's part of the process. That's okay. It's what do you do with the trigger? So when somebody said to me, you get triggered, I said, listen, man, I don't know if I gave you the impression that I don't get triggered. You know, I'm willing to look at that. I said, but what I've been attempting to do, and perhaps not as successfully as I thought, so maybe we need to regroup here, is to explain to you that, yes, I do get triggered. And here's what I do when I get triggered. I allow a period of time to feel whatever I need to feel. That's healthy. That's normal. That's, that's okay. I'm not, I'm not trying to sidestep uncomfortable feelings. Most people are taught to do that. Just go distract yourself. Just go do anything else. Just, just try and forget about it. Maybe pretend it never happened. No, you're having a feeling. It's not you. It's a feeling. You're having a thought. It's not you. It's a thought. And if you can isolate that thought and isolate that feeling from you as if it somehow is you or defines you, then what you're doing is you're sharing with people, here's the thought that I had, here's the experience I was going through, here were the feelings that were coming up, and in that alone, people are going to go, oh my God, that happens to me. Oh my God, that happened to me just the other day. Oh my God, you sound so much like me. Wow. Wow. Then there's the extra step. And 
I allowed that period for a period of time to feel whatever needed to feel, to think whatever needed to think. And then I decided that it was time for me to up my game, to step up and lead myself at a higher level of consciousness. To come to an understanding that what I was reacting to and what I was feeling was was really about a relationship that I've had to and with my past. And it's not the ultimately the relationship I choose to have moving forward. So here are the steps that I took in order to do that. See, I see a lot of people on social media that are going, look at my life, look at my life, look at my life. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. And then the next thing is they have a picture of themselves with a pouty face or with tear-soaked eyes. Like, how do you how do you stop when you're crying and just take a picture of yourself? It feels very manipulative to me. You don't have to do that to express to people that you're like them. But it's not one or the other. See, conscious leadership isn't one or the other. Like where you go, oh, I'm really down. Oh, wow, I'm really up. It's like, no, I'm down. And from time to time, I'm down. Uh, this is how I deal with being down. And here's how I get up from being down. I want to show you what I do, hopefully to inspire you when you're in that same situation. So, but yes, my life is wonderful. We're traveling. We're here. We're there. I'm away on business, whatever those pictures and images are of what it is that you're presenting. That's fine. But it's not, it's a misunderstanding if you think the contrast and relatability and vulnerability is that then just do a post about feeling like shit or looking like it or feeling like it or experiencing it or going through a rough time and then taking a picture of yourself with a pouty face or a sad face or tear-soaked eyes. You don't need to do that. People want to know that you're like them, but they also want to know, what do you do when you're in that space? Because I don't know what to do. And it's not enough for me to just stay in bed all day and say tomorrow's another day and then get up the next day and feel better, but not know why. To not know that, you know, what was going on for me that I could actually transform. Because then I'm just waiting and knowing that from time to time I'm going to have a day where I don't get out of bed. And you're going to rationalize that thought as somehow that's okay. And I'm not saying it's not okay. I'm just saying, wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't it be awesome if you could have that in chunks, in small moments, and then take those moments and then transform them into something bigger and better? See, that's the role from my perspective of what, of what conscious leadership looks like. And I've had numerous conversations with people around this. They don't just, and it's not even an intentional manipulation. It's not, they're, they're go, well, how can I show people that I'm like them? And then they go, oh, well, I'm having a crappy day. Let me talk about my crappy day. Like that's reasonable and it's well-intentioned. But I think with more and more people can understand and more and more people can grasp the opportunity that it's about life is going to throw curveballs at you all the time. It just does. And what do you have in place during the course of a day that allows you to get back to center? What do you do during the course of a day when the text comes in that doesn't go well or the phone call or the kids screaming in the other room or a disconnect that you're having with a spouse or a loved one or you get disturbing news or sad news or tragic news even? What do you do to pull yourself back to center? Because you know that information, you know that stuff will come at you at various stages at different points in time. None of us escape stuff. It's what we do with this stuff. 
how we process the stuff. And what are we as conscious leaders modeling to and for other people to show them, yes, this is cool. Like you're going to have this. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be rough. I'm like you. I go through that too. I always tell people like as an alcoholic, maybe one drink away from drinking again, I'm one thought away from thinking I'm the worst human being on the planet. I accept that. I'm actually grateful that I have that knowledge and awareness. So now I build my inner home depot and I build all of my tools knowing that from time to time, those situations and circumstances will try and pull at me and they'll and there will be times they will be successful at pulling at me and disconnecting me from my heart and disconnecting me from the courage that I have to create and contribute at a high level, to lead people at a high level, to lead myself at a high level. I'm going to have those moments. I accept that. I understand that. And because of that, I build up my inner Home Depot, which is I want everybody to do. And then when you want to show people that you're like them and you want to reveal that level of vulnerability then create that relatability so nobody's putting you on a pedestal because that's never going to work for anybody, is to be able to say, here, I've fallen and here's how I'm getting up. That becomes the inspiration point. That becomes the opportunity for growth and healing, not just for you, but for other people. Now it's no longer about, look how wonderful my life is. It's look how full my life is. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 